Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm well. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What do you mean, Happy New Year? What I mean by this is in my, in my little world, in my dojo, the lights are on. People are coming back. New students are signing up, and especially teenagers. And I see it. It's coming in strong, and I'm going to embrace it. You know, what we do in the martial arts, and we teach all different age groups, um, a lot of what is walking into the dojo door are teenagers. And this past year, we've done such a disservice to them. We've taken them out of the world, out of socialization, relationships, uh, embracing those years where you really learn about yourself. And I can see that. Uh, They're excited to jump back into things and move and clearly get involved and embrace the moment and learn not just from a computer and from their fingers and thumbs, but move their feet and hands and and talk and look and see and and see what's going on and strengthen themselves internally and externally. Listen, I have to tell you something. There's alternatives for others. I mean, the adults can make adjustments and alternatives. They can get a, a, a training in a room in their basement. They can adjust and work at home. Adults have the, the ability they, the, to move forward in different ways. Um, children at the ages of five and seven, and I, you have to understand, I teach and see all of them. Children from the ages of five to seven to eight to nine, they, they're still on a short leash with their parents. And their parents can adjust for some of the things that they're not getting if they're good parents. And again, the teenagers have good parents, but they're stuck in, that, in, that, in those teenage years that we all can remember. In, in my lifetime, going to be 66, I've gone through decades of times of marriage and getting older and all that. But the, the, the teenage years are those years you never forget. Well, they're formative years they're, that play a crucial oh, part in the rest years. of your life. They follow you. Then sometimes they haunt you. Mm-hmm. That's the group that we have some work to do. Um, as you know, um, uh, as we live these podcasts, I was, had the opportunity to teach a, a teenager class, what we call junior one and junior two. The age group is from 10 to 18. And it was packed. And it was fun. And it was exciting. But all the things that we teach, uh, we teach different things that schools teach. We don't teach math and English and history. We teach attitude, as you know. We teach focus and awareness. And the combination of all three together at once. And those things are missing. The ability to learn those things through getting out. And, you know, as a teenager, you, you can't wait to break through that brick wall. You remember those years where you just are, you're looking for room to stretch and to go on your own? You've gone from crawling to walking to a bicycle to a car? Oh, you Forward bet. progress, right, Steve? You bet. Yeah. You remember you're a teenager, you're ready to just, you know, just disconnect the leash and go out there and find yourself. Figure out who you are and who you're not and then become what you need to be. And that's hard. And as a teenager, you have a short lifespan to figure that out, maybe five, six, seven years before you're told what to do and figure that out and go forward and make a decision what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So a year loss was a big chunk of that. Uh, I guess uh, a year loss was a year loss, a huge chunk of that. Yeah, Yeah. A huge chunk of that. I mean, we all lost, but I think teenagers lost more than we did. Yeah. And I, they were so hungry. And so we talked about the difference between focus and awareness and attitude. They're different, but yet they're the same. And in the martial arts, you learn all three, and then you learn how to put them all together as one 
and it becomes and makes you more whole. I'll give you an example. When you go for a walk in the park, your your mind is freestyling. I know mine is anyway. You take the dog for a walk or you just go for a hike. You tend to relax and your mind goes into a freestyle. You're more aware of things you need to do, maybe things you don't want to do, but you're not really focused on anything in particular. That's what's so great about a walk or a hike. Sometimes you're with other people and you talk and, and you come back and you feel refreshed because you were outside and you were enjoying the day. And physically, when you do a walk, and any martial artist will know this or anybody else who go out tomorrow and take a walk or today, your arm is always in the opposite direction of your leg. And that arm, scientifically, this is proven, that arm being in the opposite direction of a leg when it's swinging creates more of a freestyle thinking. But when you study the martial arts and you want to learn focus and get a, 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 uh, enhance your general schematics of your brain cognitively, you focus on kata. And as you know, Steve, being a martial artist, when you do kata, your arm is over the same leg. It's not opposite or swinging back. When you do a punch or a kick or a strike, your arm is in line with that front leg. What that does is that creates focus. That realigns your brain, your thought. You're kind of running your circuits in your brain and strengthening them, and you're delivering a sense of focus. And you're working at the kata level, usually along other people, which creates unity and strength. The difference between that focus and a walk is difficult to combine the two. So as a martial artist, you, you don't even know you're learning this, but when you're, when you're doing kata, you're lining up everything classically. You're running in the same direction. Your arm is forward over the front leg. When you're walking, you're, you're more in a jazz mm. motion. You're more freestyle. And then all of a sudden, you add a kia, a shout to it, which is your attitude. So now you're discovering all three. And that shout and that kiai, which I'm sure as a little boy, when you started, you probably didn't understand while you were doing it, you were just told to do it. Right. And that shout becomes stronger and deeper. And the next thing you know, it embraces and pushes out your attitude. Right. It's your voice. And any good self-defense teacher will tell you, I'll tell you this. Number one, it's awareness. Number two, it's your eyes and your mouth. Use your mouth. Get your head up. See what you're seeing. All these things line up when you study the martial arts. And then one day, you start to do what? You start to spar. And every time you start to spar, that instructor says freestyle. Freestyle means you do everything at once. You have awareness, you have focus, you have ki, you have all the movement together, and it becomes a dance. And that's how it all comes together. And so this class yesterday that I taught, we talked about the walk. We talked about the kata. We talked about the realignment of thinking and being able to focus and be aware at the same time. And that is truly the goal of martial arts, seeing nothing but seeing it all. And, you know, to have that moment with them and get their fingers off the computer and their eye and their head up to see and think straight forward and to move as a unit with other children their same age, I saw it. The lights are on. We're back and we're springing forward. That's good stuff. And the icing on the cake is I saw your grandson, Grayson, got his yellow belt. So that's that was a fantastic day in your family and the HKA family. Congrats, Yeah, I mean, you know. It, it, to me, it was uh, reminded me of the Gracie family. You know, the Gracie family, as everybody knows in the martial arts, jiu-jitsu, and they're world-known, and, and what a great family. Started with the grandfather, and, and it stayed with the sons and developed in such a family operation. And 
You know, here I was with half of my family in the morning training in the adult class, and then the other half came to see Grayson test. And there it is, you know, and, and then, um, you know, we're all there together to create the icing on the cake. Awesome. Three generations yeah, so strong. Three generations strong. And it, it's good to be here. It's good to be alive. And mostly it's good to be essential and have a purposeful life. And all of it really matters. It comes down to, like we say, and like Bernie says, be a good soul. Put it out there in the world. Give it back. We have a lot to make up and make it a good year. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com. 